Good morning, mom friends, and welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, an IO platform where we encourage and empower moms by talking about all things postpartum and increasing our faith. We hear you, sis, and we are here for you. Today, um, I'm recording kind of early. Typically, I will be doing my my parking lot <laughs> recording, but I actually had to stay home today with my little girl. Uh, you know, y'all know since like a lot of stuff hasn't been dying, because like at least in Texas, we haven't had a winter in really like maybe the last four or five years. So now we're actually getting like cold weather. Um, it's actually been like below freezing already and it's just November. Typically, it doesn't get cold till like January. So I really think we're actually going to have a winter this year. But all the pollen and stuff that's been accumulating for the past four or five years, like everybody is having really bad respiratory problems. And then in Texas, the weather just shifts. So there's not like a gradual, you know, fall. No, we go from from summer to winter in like two days. So it's just horrible. So she's just been coughing. She has a fever. She's been wheezing. Bless her heart. But um, I'm really excited to bring to y'all the podcast today. Um, No, I'm going to talk about that in the episode. I'm going to do some of the announcements and stuff that we're going to be doing like in the episode. So yeah, let's just get started. (laughs) Okay, okay, mom friends. So first... Um, a little bit of announcements. I just want to remind everybody of the donations that we are giving to um, to help the homeless. We are collecting warm articles, which include blankets for children and adults. Um, they can be gently used or new, as well as socks, gloves, and beanies. We're just doing all types of warm articles. Our goal is 100 um, warm articles that we're going to be donating. <clears throat> right now, we have... A little bit less than 20, um, but donations are being accepted all the way through December 19th. Okay, I actually have that day off from work. So December 19th, if you know, you guys need me to pick something up or whatever, I'm totally willing. Uh, If you're not in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex area and you still want to donate, you are more than welcome to donate via Cash App at the Calling FM. Um. T-H-E-C-A-L-L-I-N-G-F-M. And you'll see my picture pop up, says Allison Nick. Um, And then just kind of write what exactly it is that you want me to buy. And I'll pretty much go out and buy it (laughs) for you guys. So, yes, I'm really excited about that. Okay, so today we are, is that all I had to talk about? Oh, update on my social media fast real quick. So we're actually heading into week three of the social media fast. Um, I can't remember if I said it or not last week, but, uh, my credit score has increased since social media fast. Um, I don't feel as angst to get on there and, um, like just to get on there and scroll. But it's interesting. Sometimes I just open up my phone and before where I would like be on Instagram, like I'm looking for something to do. I think we get we just get so used to like if I'm bored, I'm just gonna go scroll. And sometimes I'm like that and it's like, okay, I can find something else to do, you know? Um, but interesting enough, it's actually had me um had a conversation with Jay about our screen time in our household, not only with the kids, I'm sorry, not only with ourselves, but with the kids as well. And so, you know, we can be on our phone sometimes watching Netflix and catching up on this show at dinner and whatever, whatever. And then I noticed like Gemma, my one-year-old is already consumed with the phone. 
and it bugs me so much. It bugs me so much. So he and I actually have had some conversations about screen time and what we need to do to decrease the screen time, not only within ourselves, but especially with our children. You know, there are times where it's like, yeah, we're like winding down for the evening. If you want to be on the phone, sure. But sometimes like we'll be in the living room playing. The TV is on. We'll be playing and they want to get on phones, too. Say, man, we got these toys around here. There's a TV on with your favorite movie right here. Why are you now on the phone? Like, y'all, chill. (laughs) But it's definitely had me look at screen time a lot differently. It's had me look at time with us as a family differently, um, with just us interacting with each other. It's had me look at a lot of things differently. So um, once again, I'm going to tell y'all, I really recommend y'all doing it because not only would it help y'all just get a break, you know, just get a break from it. But I really think that it will help with um, just, you know, if, you know, with the family aspect of it, looking to see like, what is your family really doing? Because sometimes we're so much into our phones that we really don't see what our family is really doing. Right. Um, So, yeah. And um, I, I know I have been putting out my emails. I've just been instructed not to. So no social media posts, no automated posts, no emails. And at first I was really worried about it because the first week that I did it and I was still doing automated posts, um, my podcast actually decreased in views. So where I was still sending out emails and stuff, it decreased in views. The second week, the second full week that I had no emails, no um, no automated posts, my podcast jumped back up to what um, it, not the exact same level, but what it has been before I came off of social media. So that just shows you a blessing right there that whenever you actually follow through and be obedient, what God tells you to do, you're not going to lack And so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Last thing, last thing, and I'm going to take videos and pictures of this. So whenever I do get back on social media, I can share it with you guys. I am going to the podcast retreat that I've been talking about, and I'm super, super, super excited about it. Um, It actually kind of turned into a couple's trip because the girl, actually one of my sorority sisters I was supposed to go with, um, she couldn't make it. And so... Jay was like, well, are you just going by yourself? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, technically, yeah, going by myself to, you know, um, just to there again, like riding around. I'm getting there on Wednesday, and the retreat doesn't officially start till like Thursday evening. So I'm really going to have two days there just chilling and being a tourist. And so he was like, well, you're not going by yourself because my husband, so my husband is all over social media, obviously, and he's just... He watches all types of different videos. He'll watch, like, whenever we were having the baby, he was watching, like, C-section videos and stuff. And it's like, dude, like, we don't need to watch all this. So now he's been watching videos of people being kidnapped in, like, Ubers or being whatever in Ubers. And he's just freaking out because I'm not buying a rental car, especially not in D.C. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. If y'all don't know, D.C. is crazy expensive. Parking is hard to find. Um, I've talked with people that live in D.C., and people that have had apartments in D.C. and have to pay two fifty a month for parking on top of their rent. Y'all know how crazy that is for somebody like me living in, in, in Texas? <laughs> I have to pay for parking in my building? Nah. So I was like, nah, I'm not doing this rental thing. So we just, we're just, we just, we're just going to lift an Uber everywhere. So he was like, nah, I'm going with you. So now it's a couple strip. <laughs> 
which I'm fine with. I, I told him like he was more than welcome to come. Um, you can't come me to the retreat because it's going to be my whole separate space, but I'm really excited for it. Um, so I, since my little girl is down for the count, I'm going to be packing, getting my stuff together. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to share with you guys things that I learned, the experiences. Um, I'm going to do a recap video. So I'm just, I'm just so excited. <laughs> but okay, just let's get into the topic. Let's get started. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran to a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. <laughs> and Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes, so that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Okay, you guys, let's get started. <clears throat> okay, so I got the kiddos out the door, or kiddo one, because <laughs> Gemma, st- I'm staying home with Gemma, but I did get her a doctor appointment today, so I really hope that we can just get something for her to start feeling better before we go on this trip, because I'm just going to feel horrible, horrible. Um, But something that I wanted to talk about today, and I can't remember how I came across this this topic or this lesson, but... um. I was listening to somebody and they had said something about about drowning. And for some reason it stuck out. And I was like, you know, that would be a really good topic. Um, and I prayed about it and God said, yeah, go ahead. And I honestly, I, I wrote everything down for it. I was really encouraged. I was really pumped for it. And then like right before I started recording, I was like, but is this repetitive? Like, is this not repetitive? You know, I feel like I've talked a lot about this, about moms feeling overwhelmed, about moms, um, you know, just just, well, like I said, feeling so overwhelmed and, and anxious and anxiety and pressure. But I feel like it's a topic that we do have to talk about multiple times across the board, um, because I think that us moms deal with it on such a daily basis and it is such a big deal. Right. Um, you know, we. All are the people we are the ones in our household that that plan stuff out most of the time. We're that person that's saying, "Okay, we got we got something to do tomorrow. We're planning stuff out. We got stuff to do at the end of the week. We're planning it out. Or how we're going to get to that? You know, what are we going? What do we have to do today, being Monday, to get to the end of the week? Right. So yesterday, since we're going out of town, I washed clothes on the weekend, anyways. But on top of washing clothes, then I'm making sure all the kids had outfits for the days that we're gone. I make sure my parents had outfits for whenever they go to church and they stay with them on the weekend. Um, I make sure, you know, Joseph had enough underwear because he's a big boy. Hello. And, <laughs> and make sure he has enough underwear to do these things. So it's like, I'm just being sure that everything is done. And us as moms, like we're that person, right? We're that person that's always thinking ahead, always planning ahead. And that can be so stressful. But something I wanted to talk about is that we have to stop drowning and overwhelming this. We have to stop drowning and being so stressed out. Like sometimes, I mean, I'm not going to lie. 
sometimes we have to be a little overwhelmed at times to get things done, right? Because we're moms and we're G's and <laughs> with thugs like that. No, but <laughs> but no, because we're moms and we are, um, I feel like moms are like the get like I get it done type of chicks, right? We are whatever it needs to happen for we can get this thing done, whatever needs to happen so that our kids can smile, whatever needs to happen so that we can put a roof over our kid's head. Like that's mom's whatever we need to happen to get to get it done. So there are going to be times of overwhelmingness in our life, but I don't want you to be constantly drowning in it. I don't want you to be constantly like trying to I don't want you to be drowning on land. Because your mind is so overwhelmed and so consumed with the different aspects of your life. Does that make sense? Like, I, I don't want you to be um, acting like you're you're like a scuba diver, but you ain't in no water. <laughs> and some of y'all don't even like water. <laughs> y'all, don't wanna, y'all don't even want to get in it. Y'all like, who, what? Uh, I'm a Pisces, so I love water. I can just be all up in it. But some people, they like, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I want to be near me. Mm-mm. Some of y'all freak out. Maybe I'll get your hair washed. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple of things that I want to talk about. I have some action steps and I'm turning my action steps into actions of faith. Actually, I'm gonna stop saying action stuff steps. I'm gonna start saying we have some actions of faith that we're going to walk into that we're going to do. The first thing I want to talk about is communication. Whenever you're overwhelmed, I even had to start communicate with my kids, my son right now, because my daughter, you know, she's still little. Uh, my son, especially, I'll say, hey, mommy's really tired. Mommy's getting really frustrated. I really need you to work with mommy. Like, I, I really need you to do it. And I know I've talked about this before. Um, you know, I have previous things I've talked more about this. Actually, Jay and I had a whole episode on this, on how we communicate and how we had to learn to communicate with one another. That episode is episode 14. I also did, um, I wrote, I wrote it out for you too. So if listening is, is, you know, maybe you're not a listener, but you're a reader, you can absorb things better through reading. I wrote a whole article in 40 Magazine. Um, It's on my Instagram, on The Calling FM. It's on my LinkedIn. If you look at Allison Nickerson, Allison with a Y. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you look at Allison Nickerson on LinkedIn. I have my article attached to that as well. And um, it just talks about, it talks about the importance of communication as well as the steps to get you, like, to get you worked up to that point to where you're actually talking with somebody. Everything is laid out. Um, but communication is so important because we have to communicate to those around us the help that we need, right? We have to literally talk about the help we need. Um, And some of y'all are like, I don't understand talking about the help I need. Cool. So whenever you're overwhelmed and you have a list of things going down in your head, you have to be literally a mom boss, right? You have to be a boss about it. You have to, and maybe it's better if you take these things that are in your head, you write it down and you see what things you can delegate to other people, what things you're comfortable delegating to other people. Um, if, you know, you and you have a significant other or someone that's helping you out with the kids, maybe they can pick up the kids from daycare while you do three of the errands on the list. Okay? Maybe um, you can have 
someone do something for you that's not really, you know, it's not really high on the list. It's not really like a big deal, but it's something that you need to get done. You need to stop and go get some milk. Can someone stop and get milk for you? Right? You need to, I don't know, pick up the toys. Are your kids old enough to the point where they can pick up their own toys? Right? Or maybe you can delegate things out to, um, depending on how old your kids are, you can delegate things out to them. Things that are small. Maybe the dishes need to be done. Kid, there you go. Bam. (laughs) While they're doing dishes and you're over here, um, you know, uh, maybe writing something down on your, excuse me, for your business or your exercising or something, you know, we have to look, we have to look at the task in our head or think of the task in our head and see if we can delegate those things out. Honestly, honestly, and truthfully. And that's the action of faith because you're letting go of control. There are some things you don't have to have all the control of. You don't have to have, you don't have to have your hand on everything, right? Think about the job that you work, even if you're an entrepreneur. Well, starting off as an entrepreneur, you're doing everything. But as you grow and as you ramp up, and even you at your job, you're not going to be micromanaged, right? Nobody likes to be micromanaged. Nobody wants to have somebody in their face all the time. I actually had a guy that I work with now, and the company that he came from, he used to be micromanaged. Like He was like, yo, I hated it because I would get up from my office chair to go to the bathroom, and my manager is right there. Where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah, don't nobody want to be like, you know, don't nobody want to be just like followed like that. It's literally being followed, okay? Don't nobody want to have all that. Nobody want that. So we have to take our hands off of things and allow other people to do some things so that we can do what's really important so that we can maybe even get a break, right? And see what things can wait, what things need to be done today and what things need to wait. I tell you the biggest thing I have learned at this job is task management, Whenever we have new claims come in for ins- for the insurance company, we have to do those things first, right? And then it's, can we process a payment? Can we try to call someone back that we haven't gotten contact with? Things like that. But it's most important, the things that are most important, there's a list of things that we have to do first. If somebody left you a voicemail, you need to do that. If somebody, um, if you have a new claim coming, you need to do your first call, you need to do that. Some other things can wait. And that's just what it is in your life. There are things that you just have a list of and you're looking at that list like, oh, I need to do everything. But there are things that you need to get done today, right now. And there are things that can wait. So one of the first um, actions of faith is letting go of control. And it is looking at, oh, sorry, step one is letting go of control. Step two is... Um, Delegating what needs to be done first. So delegating your task and seeing what needs to be done first. Okay. What was that? Sorry, I'm hearing noises. Okay. I think that's somebody cut in the yard. Lord have mercy. Okay, but I do want to read. I thought this was interesting because, you know, I like to back things up with scripture. But this scripture kind of just hit me in my head. It's 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 11 yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives refusing to work and meddling in other people's business (laughs) um (laughs) as cutthroat as that is what i'm trying to say by bringing up that scripture is that sometimes we're looking at our to-do list and it has other people's 
task on it, as other people's agendas on it. Sometimes we're so consumed with other people and what other people are doing that we're not really staying focused on what we need to do to get the stuff done for us and our family and our kids, right? Um, The social media fast I've been on, I know I keep bringing it up, but y'all gonna hear me on this today. It's not even the fact that like I can't post. It's the fact that I was so used to being consumed to other people's lives. I'm so used to checking up on these people. I had a list of people that I would mentally run through and I would check up on through their stories or whatever. That's how I see, you know, how you're doing, what are you up to, what's going on, right? And that, that's what I would do. And you're, now your time is being consumed for that 30 minutes to an hour. Because sometimes it does happen like that. That's why I had to take YouTube off my phone. Because I would just be on there looking at videos of wilding out, MTV's wilding out, watching back bloopers and everything else from that show because it is hilarious. And it was just, and I would spend a whole hour doing that. And it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Like it says, like the scripture says, I'm meddling in other people's business. I'm living an idle life because I wasn't being productive. I wasn't resting. My brain is still going. Come watching these videos. It's been a whole hour. But I'm saying that sometimes you have to cut back on other things. Cut back on TV shows. Cut back on reality TV. Sometimes you got to cut back. And, um, but I do need to catch up on Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's the only reality show I watch. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, no, I do watch Jersey Shore Vacation. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I do. I'm a little guilty of that. But what I'm trying to say is that you do have to cut back. All my TV shows used to be reality TV. All of them. But we got to cut back, right? Um, Another, um, my second point, and this is my second point, my final point, but it's the most important point, is that we have to reach out for help. Please do not be afraid to ask for help in this. And that's why I talked about communication first. That's why I talked about delegating first. That's why I brought up the articles um, in previous podcast episodes, because I really want y'all to dive into that. Because you have to learn why communication is important. You have to learn how to communicate. And then our next step is to do it, is to reach out for help um, verbally and physically. I have a friend who I talk with a lot, and I love her to death, and um, she just always talks about how she doesn't get a break. And whenever her son was first born, um, she was also in nursing school. She was doing a lot, and her family was not helping out as much as she expected them to, and as much as they were verbally telling her they were going to do, but they didn't. And she had to have a conversation, maybe about after... I would say maybe almost two years. She had to have a conversation with her family and be like, yo, I need help. And some of y'all are thinking like, you know, that's not your that's not your, your parents' kid, which is true. I'm not saying write your kids off to their grandparents. I'm not saying like, oh, they got them, you know, whatever. But I am saying is that um, sometimes you have to look at your support system and really tell them that you really do need help. Because I think that a lot of people, because she's the oldest of three, she's used to having it all together, right? Because a lot of us are used to having it all together. And we become moms and we're used to having it all together. And I'm doing air quotes as I say this. <laughs> we're used to being that person. We're used to being that chick. We're used, for other, we're used to other people asking us for help versus us going and asking for help. So then people are looking at us like, 
you good. I know you good. You been you were good before you were good in high school whenever I first met you, girl. You was good in college. Like you good now. You got a family. Oh my gosh, your life is great. No, I need help. I need help. And I can't remember if I've used this example before, but it just really popped up in my mind. The woman with the issue of blood. Let me first say that she was just a straight up G. <laughs> she was a straight up G, okay? Because if you actually read the story, if you go back, um, and this story is in Mark chapter 5. If you go back and you actually go back, she had been, she had believed in her healing way before she touched Jesus's garment. It says in there that she believed her healing. She had expressed her healing before. Now, I don't know when she expressed her healing. I don't know if it was in year one or year 11 or 12 of her issue of blood because she bled for 12 years. Um, but she believed in her healing, first off. Second off, whenever Jesus was walking through, she believed that if she could only touch his clothing, that she would be healed. She didn't touch him. She didn't speak to him. She didn't touch his his eyebrow. <laughs> she didn't touch a hair on that man's head. She touched the hem of his, the bottom. The hem is the bottom. Whenever you hem pants, you're hemming the bottom. She touched the bottom of his cloak. The partner probably dragged on the ground because y'all know Jesus had a long cloak <laughs> or robe. <laughs> y'all know he did. <laughs> Because the temperatures change all the way over there. And that's not the point. You know he had a long robe. <laughs> so it was probably a little dirty. But she touched it. So it was probably the, oh, that's good. It was probably the dirtiest part of his outfit. Oh. And she touched it. And she said, this can heal me. The point of this story, I know I said all that, is that she reached out for help. She reached out, she spoke it verbally, and she reached out physically for help. And the real root um, of, of this story is Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 29. You can read that story there. But she reached out for it. She, she reached out for help. And it says immediately she was healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped. And you guys, that's what I mean by reaching out. We have to reach out because if we don't reach out, then we're not getting that. Um, if we don't reach out, then we're not getting our healing. We're not getting our relief. We're not getting what we ask for. The Bible says that you have to ask. Ask for things and God will give them to you. You have to, what is it? knocking the door shall be opened unto you you have to physically do something first so whether you're physically or whether you're verbally saying something whether you're physically reaching out for help you have to do that first so that you're not drowning in overwhelmness and how you know you're overwhelmed you say you feel like you'll never get a break you feel like you're just constantly thinking 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 even whenever you're supposed to be sitting down relaxing your mind is still going you need extra help you need extra support or maybe you have the support. You may need to ask more from them. Whenever I was um, staying at home, these uh, majority of this year, <laughs> six months out this year, um, every Friday I would drop Gemma off at the daycare. I would pay my little drop off fee and I would drop her off. 
because I needed at least one day to get myself together with no kids in the house. Okay. Um, and so you have to recognize that and say, hey, you know, if I could have someone take <clears throat> the kids just out for ice cream so I can take a nap, if I could have someone step up to the plate, maybe maybe you ask your mom or someone to step up. Not necessarily, I don't want to say step up to the plate that sounds rude, but you ask your mom, you know, hey, maybe twice a month, can you just take the kids, please, overnight or something, just so I just want to sit down and drink a bottle of wine and not worry about one of these kids spilling it on the carpet. <laughs> maybe not a bottle, but <laughs> but you know, like I I just want to have some me time. And may I also define that me time, um, the definition of me time is healing from the inside out. That's my definition of it, at least. Because with me time, you should be relaxing. Your mind should be clear. You should be able to let go. And it's more than just a physical let's go. It's a spiritual and emotional let go. Your kids are in a safe place. Your kids are taken care of. You now need to take care of yourself. So with that, you need to also make this a consistent thing. Every Friday night, maybe you don't need to go out with your girls. Maybe you need to stay at home and chill. Every Monday, you know, maybe you have your, maybe not Monday, because during the week's kind of hard to, you know, get a little extra help. But um, sometime on the weekend, just just see if you can get somebody to help you out. See if maybe even during the week somebody can pick up the kids for daycare from you so you can go grocery shopping. You know, like things like that, you guys. It's okay to ask for help. You're not a weaker person if you ask for help. You are not um, incapable because you're asking for help. You're very capable. But it's very hard to raise kids by themselves. That's why we commend single mothers so much. Single parents, not even single mothers, single parents. That's why we commend single parents so much. That's why we did a whole series on single mom slay. You know, we talk about these things because mothers are, we are, we are the backbone of a lot of our families. If you really dive into a marriage, it says that God is over the head, the man is the head, and the woman is the neck. But please believe if your neck gets out of line, and I know because I was with my cousin <laughs> for five or six hours yesterday in the ER because she had what she thought was a crick in her neck end up being a muscle spasm and she couldn't even move her head. They had to give her lidocaine shots in her neck just to have her muscles relax. If your neck is messed up, your head can barely, you, can, you can't turn your head. You, you're not thinking about anything else because your neck is so, then, you're, then your shoulders tense up and then you can't sleep. And now it, it's hard to do any small activities. So you as the neck, you as the woman of the household, you as the lady, as the support system, as the balance, as the person that holds everything together, it's a lot of weight rested on you a lot of people that are paralyzed their whole body is paralyzed it's from a neck injury it's a neck injury those what is that like five three or four vertebrae right there in your neck can affect your whole body we are important we we are literally holding everything together 
But as we hold things together, we also have to let some things go and relax. Because y'all know whenever you're tense, have you ever like noticed whenever you're tense, you get knots in your shoulders and like around your neck and stuff? Have you ever noticed that? I know I get tense. I hold it in my shoulders. And once I do relax, I'm like, oh, I can move my neck around. I'm doing good. But y'all, please realize that you have to relax sometimes and you have to get some of that overwhelm out of your system, out of your mind. I mean, God doesn't want us living that way anyway. If you look at Matthew 6, I believe it is, the last uh, uh, verse of that chapter, we can't worry. I think it's 34. I know it's Matthew 6. I know it's the last verse. We can't worry about tomorrow because today is still here. We can't worry about what's going to happen next week. We can't do all, we can't just sit and worry because God doesn't even want us to live that way. So I'm going to go over the actions of faith again. First, learn the importance of communication. Learn the tools of communication. Two, um, communicate. <laughs> Three, reach out for help. Those are your uh, three actions of faith for this lesson. And, oh, did I miss? I didn't read something. Uh, where am I at? Oh. Oh, okay. I was looking, I was like, why did I bring up that scripture? Sorry. Okay, going back to Second Thessalonians chapter 3, I read, I read verse 11. Now I'm reading verse 10. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. The words, those unwilling to work will not get to eat, to eat. Excuse me. What I mean, what this means in, in pertaining to this lesson. Um, and I think it pertains to most things in life. And we probably know what the best is moms. If you don't work at something and you don't put your all into it, you're not really going to get the best reward for y'all that are gardeners or crafters or do something with your hand. You can't do it. Excuse my French, but you can't half-ass it, right? If you're gardening, you can't just put the flowers in the dirt. I mean, you got to make sure that it's, first off, you got to make sure it's good dirt. You need to add some stuff to it, maybe add some some mulch to it. You plant your flower or you plant your seed. You have to water it. You have to give it that little that little special food that you pay extra for. <laughs> Yeah, there are steps to it, right? So there's like it's steps to doing all the things that you are really focused on. It's also steps to your inner healing. There are there are steps you have to take, and I've said them. We have to talk. We have to reach out for help, and we have to let go and release, and we have to relax. There are steps to doing these things, right? It's all going to be steps and you're not going to benefit the best from it unless you do everything you can do just to relax. Right. So with this today, you guys, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I want you to stop drowning in all these tasks that us moms do. Right. And like I said, sometimes sometimes we just got to get stuff done. But sometimes you guys really have to rest. We have to recognize that we need to rest. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this today. Please share it with a friend that you feel like is very overwhelmed that, that they're drowning. Um, say, hey, just take, I don't even know how long this is, um, just just take a little bit of time to relax. Oh, less than 30 minutes. Take about 30 minutes and listen to this podcast, okay? I know you feel like 30 minutes is a long time, but it's about the same length as that TV show that you watch on reality TV. Bam.
said it. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Hart whenever I said that. Bam, you're welcome. <laughs> Anywho, I hope that y'all enjoy this. Y'all enjoy this match. Like I said, please share it. We want to be sure that we're reaching as many women, as many moms as possible. Um, so I thank you guys for listening today. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I can't wait to share with y'all about the podcast retreat next week. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, y'all have a great one. Bye.